of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. I've been trying to do my episodes with different formats. Well, it may not seem that way to you hearing it, but for me, the process of actually getting ready for an episode has changed quite a bit. So my original idea was to do a blog, as I may, may have mentioned before. But with talking to my wife and the way I am, decided to do well I decided to do a podcast everything was good and it seemed okay but the way my mind works I just tend to start for the subject and I tend to go out to a different end so my subject may be let's say disciplining kids and I might end up in how to put your kids to sleep and I don't know something like that so for the past couple of weeks I've been kind of just been writing the episodes out. I mean, all the words that I'm speaking are all directly for me. I've decided to start writing the episodes out myself just so I'm more focused. I try to stay the subject on hand and let's face it, sometimes you have words that come out differently apart from what they sound and you know, I just I'm just finding it more easy for me in the process to actually get what's on my mind and express myself down to whoever's listening to this. At first, all of this was hard. As time passes by, I'm finding it a little bit more easier because while I'm talking to virtually nobody, it's just me, kids are asleep, I'm here just talking to myself. And obviously, you guys are going to listen later on, but it's easier for me to get things off of my chest and able to speak opposed to, I don't know, maybe seeing a therapist, which still kind of scares me. But anyway, this episode... It sounds a little rough, but honestly, it's it hits home. I had to do a lot of like soul searching to write this out to get my feelings out and try not to be too depressive. But in the end, this is all a lesson, and it helps me be, become a better person for myself, my kids, and it's just a big life lesson, and it's just a step in life and the way things go, which sometimes nobody talks about. So, I mean... All these thoughts, well, I'm going to talk about it. So the title of this episode, if you haven't already seen in the description, is My Grandma's Dead, So Ain't Nobody Praying For Me. And for me, this is one of the truest quotes that I've heard recently, and it just really hits. It's close to me. It's from a Kendrick Lamar song, and the direct quote is, All my grandma's dead, so ain't nobody praying for me. And what does that mean, and how is it important in my life? See, I was lucky enough to have three grandmas. The grandma on mom's side, the grandma on my father's side, and as funny as it sounds, my wife's grandma, who I got to meet, know, and love, and I felt like she accepted me as her own. So, I mean, though she may not be a blood grandma, that's my grandma, that's my nana, so she's one of these for me. And they all have one thing in common. Anywhere, anytime that I would see them, every time I was going to go leave somewhere, 
they always stopped and they gave me their blessings from God and sent me, you know, on my merry way to be safe. Now, if you ever had that happen to you, it's a nice, calm, protective feeling. It's kind of like this joy and love that this grandma just sets upon you. And in that very instant moment, she's praying for your best and kind of this little shield around you and you feel like nothing could touch you. And it's been, it's been some time since I've heard those voices from my grandma. So my grandma and mom's side will actually be 16 years this year in November. Uh, my grandma on my dad's side, um, it's been a few years. Um, <clears throat> it's been around three years, I want to say. Three to two to be safe, and my grandma's and my my grandma's my wife's grandma. It's been about four or five years. Many of them lips. It's been. It feels like it's been an eternity, but it's a couple of them only a couple of years. My other grandma way 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 longer than that. So as I'm 31 with two kids, essentially on my own with no parents and not really any of that older grandparent generational knowledge and to be honest i kind of miss it so i mean learning from your elders it's so important in any part of life and when you're younger it may seem like you're just some old person talking and you don't really want to hear it but it's not it's the most it's the best advice you could possibly ask and receive in your life so if you have any grandparents right now Go talk to them. Go be around them and try to gain as much love and knowledge from them as much as you can while they're here. Because it's sad to say they're not going to be here that very long. So it's been quite some time since I've heard any of that knowledge spoken directly from me and I miss it. And it's once my last grandma passed away, I kind of felt this this big heavy weight on my shoulder at the same time I kind of felt like the universe was saying like okay everything that you've learned up to this point kind of pushed my backside a little bit and said you're on your own go out I wish while they were alive I would ask more questions about life and love something you'd learn now but in the moment you just you're just caught in the moment of maybe your grandma them spoiling you giving you extra money on the side or you know, something. They're your grandma and they just feel like they're going to be there forever. So for me, I doubt my kids will meet my mom. And I mean, at least me thinking right now for the unseeable future. They have my wife's mom, which hopefully she could turn her health around into a better positive note. I um, mean, not only for the grandkids and her kids and you know, everybody else that loves her around her, but most importantly for her. Because, I mean, you don't want somebody to see, you know, fall to unhealthy you know conditions but and then they also have my aunt who, who i talked about in the last episode who was kept for me we're reunited now we're getting closer than ever and as she looks at me as a son that she never had so my kids gravitate to her as being part of her own little grandkids little like little group there you know 
So now I understand why so many cultures around the world, they hold their elders to almost godlike figures. They're the ones that have the most knowledge, they have the most time around this earth, and that's something that you really can't learn, get, until you're at that moment at that time. And to be honest, I really don't think I'll ever feel those blessings again from my elders ever in my life. I mean, I still feel those words. I, I know those words still around me, but just to hear it, you know, sadly to say it's gone. So if, like I said before, if you still have grandparents, show them the love, the respect, ask them about their life, their stories, some of their teachings that they could pass down to you and keep their memory alive. There are some teachings that I have from my grandma, which I try to instill in my life right now, especially with my kids. Obviously, I'm not going to, I don't want to beat them like she did her kids, you know, nothing like that. But there's certain teachings, certain mannerisms, certain things about respect that I hold and I try to pass down to them or I'm trying to. They're two and four and they're still learning. So give them a break. <laughs> I think the absence of their blessings is a teaching lesson for us in this life, especially for me. To remember those blessings, those words that you've heard, try to take those and make your own and hopefully pass down to your future generations of grandkids. Do some soul searching and really find out what the feeling is, what you've heard, and what you could mold for your own for future generations. I know I'm only 31 years old, but it felt like yesterday I was only like 21 and now I'm 31, so I mean, time's time's flying by especially with kids now so and like they said this episode is it sounded like it was going to be a little bit more rough but just missing the knowledge from my grandma the stories i mean sometimes the stories you may hear from them they're not going to be good some will be sad some will fill you with anger some of their back lives will be very tragic and i mean my grandma my dad's side i've I don't know too much about her back life. Like I've said before, she spoke Spanish. I wasn't taught any Spanish. I know a couple words here and there to kind of get by. And it's very, 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 very horrible. So I really didn't know too much about her back life. But things from my wife's grandma, I've only heard from her through, you know, through my wife. And while, my, while she was alive, the grandma I'm talking about, she spoke mostly Spanish so again there was this barrier but from them them to even though there was this language barrier there's certain mannerisms they had certain looks certain sense certain love you know certain physical love they would give to you that you would just feel at ease now the majority of my my influence stories that I've heard lessons that I learned all come directly from my grandma my mom's side the lady who mostly mostly the lady who raised me since i was about a year and a half now it wasn't always it wasn't always fun just like any lost kid i had my my moments where i would talk back i would get in trouble in school get in fights talk back at home not only to her sadly sad to say but to my uncle who was i guess never left her side and ended up just being her caretaker when she got real sick but I was just mad at the world. And she knew that. She felt it. She understood. I mean, having a having your grandson live with you while his mother's in jail, it's pretty rough. On my end, her end, 
and obviously my mom's my mom's and but whatever. So towards the towards the last few years of her life, she got real sick. She had a stroke. She was paralyzed on one side. She broke her hip. Got a hip replacement. Pretty much never walked again. She was bound to a wheelchair for the most part. Couldn't sleep down on a bed. She had to sleep on a recliner and. You know what I mean? So her days were mostly filled with, we would walk around places, obviously in her wheelchair. And most of it was just being at home, either watching TV or she used to like playing cards. And that's where most of my, my sittings and teachings really got passed down. And I'm pretty sure she, she kind of knew in the end, like her time was coming close and close and closer. She always said to me that when she passed away, my mom, my mom was going to come home, meaning she was going to get released, which it was something that I held on to and that I had hoped for because, you know, at the time, I really didn't know what was going on. All I knew was that I had a mom. She was missing. I knew who she was. I seen who she was. I've heard her before. And to my understanding, being naive as a kid, I really didn't know why. So I did, I did held that, that hope for a long, long, long time. Once I turned 17, 18, and figured out what was going on, and then I went to shit. But at that time, I was in a very vulnerable spot. And my grandma seen that I was lost. She seen it in my eyes. She seen that I had no idea what was going on, what I was going to do in my life. I just, She just knew that I had this giant weight on my shoulders of my mom being in prison and me suffering from that. And to be honest, there really wasn't anything else to think about. Like For the longest, I wasn't thinking about what I want to be when I grow up. What I was gonna do after school, I was just getting into high school. All I knew that I had friends, I like seeing them, schools like whatever, and that was really it. I just had a lot on my mind, and so during these card sessions, it was just a perfect opportunity to pass down some teachings from her and to show me different ways of life. And like I said, some stories were sad. She told me about her past. Some were happy. Some were funny. She told me some of her regrets. Some of her Based accomplishments, wink, wink, one of them was me being able to raise me, so I take pride in that. <laughs> no, but she did always tell me that to obviously feel good about myself, to show that she loved me, and make, you know, as a kid, being in a situation that I was in, that goes a long way, and she knew it, so she was just being the best grandma she could to her grandson, which I always loved and appreciated. But there was one story in particular that she told me that she never really told anybody else. And I don't feel bad saying it now because it's a huge eye-opener. And it involves her being a kid. It involves her grandparents. And the story pretty much was, uh, from what I could remember, her grandma used to have like this boyfriend. Not, not husband, I think it was boyfriend at the time. Might have been husband, but... Anyway, she had this grandma who had this person who just hated my grandma. And every time she would go over, they would treat her bad. She would get hit sometimes. But what was the real kicker was that they used to make my grandma sleep on the floor like a dog underneath the kitchen table. She said all she got was a pillow and nothing else. And she hated it. And I can't really remember why she was there. I would just assume that my grand, my great grandma had to work or something like that. The reason why her grandma was watching her, something like that. And the pain in her voice 
was really hard. I don't know why she told me this. I think it was just something to get off her chest, but it all revolved around her feeling bad about obviously the situation, what happened, because it was very traumatizing, and then it involved around kind of what she did to her kids, and I think in that moment, she was kind of telling me to be better than that. If you have kids, if she didn't know what was going to go on, if she, if I had kids, if I was somebody with had kids, or if I was with somebody who had kids, don't be a jerk like that to them. Obviously, kids are so innocent, they're so pure, you can't treat them like that. And it's, it's not like the most eye-opening, uh, you know, the meaning of life lesson that, that it was, but it was always something that struck out to me because in that moment, I've not only my grandma was sick, but I've always seen my grandma as a strong person. But in that very moment, I think that was like one of the first, first and maybe only moments that I've seen my grandma very vulnerable and open up. And the fact that she was able to open up to her grandson and say that, it really meant a lot because it showed distrust, it showed this love that she's instilled into me. And it's one of those stories that I might hold on to, I keep in my head, and it's a learning lesson, so... If a if I I'm not do that to my kids, but on, honestly too, if you see anything like that happen, don't be afraid to speak up, even if it's not ki- you're not your kid, even if it's not quote unquote your business. If you see anybody anybody any kid getting hurt, you you got to speak up and say something. That's just how it should be at this point. And I mean, at this point right now, there's talks of child trafficking and whatever you, you call it, all these things in the outside world that are really affecting how we hold our hold on to our kids. I mean, it's not as safe as it was 15, 20 years ago or 15, 20, 30 years ago as it may seem. It's, you see, you keep hearing more and more cases of kids trying to get abducted, being abducted, missing, what have you not. So I think from that moment on, me and my grandma gained a stronger bond because it's kind of like, you, you know, when you tell a secret or not really a secret, it was just a story that helped mold her upbringing and helped mold who the person she was and became. So you kind of developed this bond, and after that, every hello and goodbye was much, much more stronger and more love felt. Each time that I left the house, and she gave me her blessings, she gave me, you know, do good in school, even if I wanted my father at a certain point, you know, she is still, the love she had for me, she gave to me, it was there protecting me, and it's those little moments, those little feelings, those little Hence the gratification that you get from them. It's something that I'll probably never feel again in my life. And it sucks. I know there's people that are my age that have their grandparents or people that are older and have their grandparents. And, you know, maybe different people, different cultures have their own different like sayings. But as for my, my end, I don't think that'll ever happen. Unless I find a little old person in the street that they just gravitate towards me. And <laughs> no, but I doubt it. So when I heard this quote, when I heard this song lyric a few years ago, it really stuck to me because it was just exactly how I felt. It was a reminder of you're in this universe. You've had your love. They gave all the love that they could to you. Now that they're gone, it's up to you to take this love, mold it, go through life with it in your side pocket and learn to grow something from it. And I'm so grateful that I've had my grandmas tell me that stuff and show me those feelings because without that, I may not have ever 
ever to think about passing something like that along to my kids and my grandkids. And once that once that happens where I'm able to, you know, tell my kids when they're a little bit older and they understand and they feel things more and hopefully grandkids, I'm going to know how sweet that feeling was and keep the memory of my grandparents alive. And it'll just be great. That's all I could really say. But thanks again for listening. I hope, I didn't, I hope this really wasn't depressing. It, was, it wasn't depressing to my end. It may sound like it, but it was a very, very good eye-opener and it's just a good life lesson for me and I hope whoever listens to this they can kind of relate to this especially at this point because we all have our grandparents unfortunately they do pass away and so some we may have them some may don't but just take whatever you can from them teachings and love wise and cherish it while you can when they pass over to the other side continue to that memory hold on to it cherish it and you never know one day you might see them again and you might hear their voice. So thanks a lot and bye.